This is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre. And once again, this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsession. It sure as hell is. How are you? Yeah. Did you enjoy your sliders? Uh, They're too hot to eat. I beg your pardon? Our good friend, Adam Dorn. That kind of that kind of language I don't allow on this <laughs> podcast. We're at Earwolf. Somebody had a birthday party. There were sliders. And our pal Adam Dorn, who's a very gifted musician, who scored the Rob, recent Robin Williams documentary, among other things, you can find him on social media and harass him, brought Gilbert a tray of sliders. That I almost choked up. <laughs> Gilbert, we almost lost Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a, a Mama Cass moment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Arnie. Uh <laughs> People haven't caught what? on to the Arnie Kogan laugh yet the way they have the Diane Cannon laugh. But we're What what did Diane Cannon think of that joke? <laughs> he is horrible. I I determined that, you know, that was Dara actually on Gilbert's uh, wedding night. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the the Kogan laugh is is pretty close to the Raymond laugh. Not bad. Sometimes, yeah, there are similarities. As I take a grape out of my mouth and be a professional here, Gilbert. Yes, we want to thank uh, a listener who sent some gifts. This is Michael Esslinger, and he sent two books. Michael is a writer, and he sent a book. Reaching off mic to grab Michael's book, Escaping Alcatraz, the untold story of the greatest prison break in American history. Uh, forward by Richard Tuggle, screenwriter of the classic motion picture. That's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Escape from Alcatraz. With, with Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, Don Siegel. Yeah. So and, he, he decided to send you a book as a gift because he's a fan of the show. And I think that actor, that actor who played... Um, oh, Larry Hankin. Yeah, Kramer. He, yes, he's in yeah. it. Larry Yankin yeah. from the committee. He also wrote a book with Julie Dawn Cole, who I believe is the actress, the child actress who played Veruca Salt. Yes. In the Willy Wonka. I'm holding this up. Can you see this, Adam and Frank? He wrote, uh, he co wrote this. See, with I hear the song in my mind, but I don't know the words other than, you know, I want it all. Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da. The book is called I Want It Now. I want, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julie Dawn Cole has written an enchanting and richly illustrated memoir. This is, uh, so, uh, yeah, so we'll plug these. And if you want to contact Michael Esslinger, E S S L I N. G-E-R on social media or on Facebook, uh, you can find out how to get these two cool books. And she autographed it for me. She did autograph yeah. it for Gilbert, which was very nice. It just goes to make the point we've made before. We have incredibly talented fans. Yes. Present yes. company excluded. I'm we just do. saying. <laughs> yeah, we do. That might be actually uh, Michael's signature and not uh, Julie's signature. Oh, uh, gee. But it still counts. And that was very generous of you, Michael. And as always, Gilbert likes getting gifts. So keep them coming. And Frank never gets anything. I, I'm still waiting on money from the nutmeg days. Yeah, I could be no referring to nothing. 
You've got what did you do with all those monster times that people sent you? Oh, I I looked through them. Those you are did. great. Yeah, the really yeah. Did Dara enjoy you bringing a forty five year old newspaper into the uh, house. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just found this eBay account that says real Gilbert gifts. That's weird. What's yeah. that about? <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Is it a registry? It's his pin. No, it's <laughs> Gilbert. A, he's auctioning off fan gifts. No shit. <laughs> All right, Gil. So uh, we're gonna do uh, something very simple. We're gonna hear from our fans. Oh, we're gonna okay. do a little Twitter, mm-hmm. and and I'm gonna surprise you at the end with a little bit of Facebook, because our Facebook uh, uh, followers complain that we're always doing Twitter. But Twitter's easier because I can hold the phone in my hand. Yeah. I was worried once about little Twitter, but I took Blue Chew as per Gilbert's recommendation. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And, and I like plug. holding it in my hand. Yeah, it's easier <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> this is going to be one of those shows, huh? That makes it hard to get through. Bob Ducart. And? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Gino. Frank, do you have a handle on the age, the average age of your listeners? <laughs> I don't think we do. Yeah. Do we? Deceased. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> You either have to be a trivia buff or have lived a somewhat longer life with an above-average interest in TV, movies, music, and the arts for this show to resonate. It is unique. Keep it up. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We get a lot of uh, a lot of fan mail from people who say, I can't believe you brought that thing up. Or th- we also get those ones who are way too young, but then they start looking it up. Which we appreciate. Yeah. Unique. Yeah. Keep it up. The new tagline for Blue Chew. Yes, very good. You keep bringing that Blue Chew back. It's delicious. Why don't you do Blue Chews, Reed? I don't understand why people don't eat it more. <laughs> they're like they're like chiclets with a bonus. It's so good. With an extra bonus. They're like chiclets with a boner. Yes. They don't even list calories on them. Yes. Uh, yes, so keep those uh, keep those gifts coming. Yeah, I, I love those gifts. Captain Don, Donald T. River. Sent me a, a, a screen capture. I think you must have gotten this one too, Gilbert. You are. It's tweeted to you as well. I think they got the recipe wrong. I don't even see a glass coffee table. It is a menu with yes! a- eggs, Danny Thomas style. <laughs> it's one of the. <laughs> I- it's one of the items on the menu. That's really so it's, I don't even know. Want to know? It's one of those dishes that <laughs> pre-chewed and pre-digested. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> if Arnie only knew that he was making weekly appearances, we owe him something. I love Arnie to death. Uh, Elizabeth Daly, hey guys, I love the Tom Holland episode. When Frank mentioned reading credits go- growing up, I have to add this: at four years old, my first reading of any kind was Fuzzy Night in Cowboy and the Lady. Ah, does that mean anything to you? Uh, that's something that brought to you by Blue Chew. Fuzzy night. Fuzzy night. <laughs> I was a grown up after that. That's what I named my guy. I do not know Fuzzy Night. Do you want to meet the Fuzzy Night? Fuzzy Night with a K. <laughs> fuzzy Night. I assume he had a lance. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Rabbi David Komarovsky reacts to the uh, to the eggs Danny Thomas style and and says this is not kosher on several levels. I think that's true. Mike C., uh, next week on MeTV, uh, and Sven Gulli, uh the Tingler. Gilbert oh. needs to tune in and see the Tingler. Run, run for your lives. No, run. What? Fuck me. Vincent Price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you forgot your impression. Yeah. Scream, scream for your lives. The Tingler is loose in the theater. And my favorite part is we now resume to our movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Luis Linares. Luis Linares, uh, old showbiz savantism, reaches a delightful critical mass on the latest Gilbert Gottfried podcast. Now, we had Tom uh, Johnson and David Fantle yes. in here. Two very entertaining a gentlemen. A lot of fun. And they told a great uh, Jacqueline Bissett story. Yeah, and, a, and, a, and an Yvette Mimeo story yeah. that I think you've been dining out on. But uh, the one I've been really dining out on is they say they saw a dog licking Jacqueline Bissett's uh, crotch. I don't think they went quite that far. Yeah, that's what they told me. These stories get passed through the Gilbert filter. Hey. They're like they're like Drew Friedman true. stories. <laughs> 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 Next thing you know, Clark Gable's getting it on with Andy Devine. They did. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, there's a little-known film. With- <laughs> Uh, Reed Hawkins, what an enjoyable and quick hour and uh, hour, 1.5 hours listening to Fantel and Johnson. I can only imagine what your Jack Carter interview would have been, Gilbert. Oh, that would have been great. I can only guess it would be like the Pat Cooper interview, but on steroids. Pat Cooper, <laughs> Pat, Cooper <laughs> Pat Cooper was fairly angry. Yeah. I'm not sure he was, not sure he was quite in the Jack Carter. Yeah. yeah. Jack, Jack. Carter That's made bilious. Pat Cooper look like a, just a yeah. happy, easy guy. Like Richard guy. Simmons. <laughs> uh, Big Daddy says, hey, Gil, if I get a pair of those Swifty Lazar glasses, uh, can I be Yvette Mimeo's manager? This was another great episode. Keep them coming. If you guys uh, are listening to this, but you have not heard the Fantle and Johnson episode, get your hands on it because... Yeah, Great stories. They saw a vet Mimu naked there and were dripping wet. Other stories in the book. No, that's that's the only one I heard. <laughs> we're never gonna get Yvette Mimio on the podcast now. Well, I'm sure Jacqueline and Bishop's dying to do it now. Uh let's see what else we have. A secret Asian man. Secret Asian man. I love that. We'll get in trouble for that Frank, one. have you had Maurice LaMarche on the podcast? Oh, yeah. The man from Pinky and the Brain. Yes. Because the best Orson Welles. Yes. There is. In fact, he, he looped. I, I might know a better one. You do. Do you, do you know Todd Hansen? Todd Hansen from The Onion? Yeah. He does Orson Welles? Adam sat in on a session we did tonight with him. No kidding. He, well, he, But he doesn't do, it's just his voice is just Orson Welles. Will Todd come and talk to us? Totally. He's, he's a strange yeah. cat, I understand. He's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Brad Meyer is writing very much. Uh, Maurice LaMarche uh, looped Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, yes. In Ed Wood. Yeah. Doing the, doing the voice of, uh, of Orson Welles. You know who did... Who who handled it very well in that movie, Gods and Monsters. They have, it's supposed to be Boris Karloff shows up at a party. Yeah. And they have a the James guy, Whale movie. Yeah, yeah. And they have a guy who looks like him and also they make him up to look like Boris Karloff. And I think the voice was dubbed in. But it was an excellent Boris Karloff. As good as your Karloff? Well, see, that's the, I mean, like most Karloffs are I'm bald as cold. They're very exaggerated, like yeah. Frankenberry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. 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 But his was very conversational. Good movie. We were talking to Leonard Maltin tonight about bad biopics, and that's a good one. That, yes, that James Whale, that, that James Whale movie, uh, Gods and Monsters. Uh, well, we, Rob Paulson, who we've had on the show, is a friend of Maurice's. Obviously, he's pinky yeah. to Maurice's brain. We'll see if uh, uh, Maurice wants to come and talk to us. I, I love these I love these 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 tweets that just sort of float in space. John J. Launder writes, some say it might be tangerines or clementines. <laughs> oh yes. 
Yeah, we know what that's about. Mark Arnold, here's a man after your own heart, Gilbert. Since Gilbert got jealous of David Fantel and Tom Johnson on another great episode, I thought I'd help out with a pick. Here's Yvette Mimeo feeding a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Make up your own punch. Or playing with a cat. Ah, even better. Yes. Uh, so that's Yvette Mimeo playing with her pussy. All right, okay. now. There's always one in every bunch. Brought to you by Blue Chew. Uh, in comedy writer, Bob Rose Jr. says, in comedy writer Jack Douglas's memoir, which was called A Funny Thing Happened to Me on the way on my way to the grave, he confirmed that, yes, he would write alternative lines for Bob Hope when doing the road movies. Ah, Remember we yes. debated yes. with David and Tom? Because it was always that thing of like the stories that, oh, well, they tossed away their scripts and just right. played off the... No, they had their own writers write them a script. Yes. Eddie Love. Eddie Love writes, true story. I'm watching The Love Bug with my kids. When Buddy Hackett shows up, both kids opine. He looks just like the fat, funny guy from the scary movies. We had been watching Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. So his kids, much like your son, uh, made the connection between Buddy Hackett and And Luke Costello. Costello. So, of course, now he's going to show them. Yeah. (laughs) Show them Bud and Lou and scar them for life. You know, I think I had a lot of strawberry <laughs> maltage in my day, but this one's the best. Yep, he, is, he threw in a strawberry malted hashtag. Now, we should say that we had Buddy Hackett's son on the show, Sandy Hackett, a couple of weeks ago. Gilbert did that impression for him, and he didn't care for your Buddy Hackett. <laughs> See, he's just picky. He's just picky. <laughs> And how the hell does he know? Exactly. Buddy Only his kid. Talk. James Speaking of Maltons. Speaking of Maltons, we just had Leonard Malted on. Leonard Malted. James Steber says, how can you and your guests discuss Rod Steiger without mistaken, without being, uh, huh? How can you and your guests discuss Rod Steiger being mistaken for Jewish without mentioning his role as Rabbi Saunders in The Chosen? Oh, that's right. He played a Rod Steiger, played a rabbi? Yes, yes. Wow. And the other Jewish father was Maximilian Schell. Good actor. Also non-Jew. Yes. Uh, And they was with Robbie Benson. Oh, yeah, I know that picture. And I forget that other actor's name, who was the other son. The Chosen. If if we had Paul. Was it Scott Jacoby or one of those? uh, Yeah. Yeah. If Paul was here to look it up. I think it was Arnold Stang. I think it was the kid from Fame. I Yeah, that probably. Played, that played the other child. I don't know. That, but, but yeah. Yeah, no, I remember I think, Steiger as the rabbi. How about that? Boy, you, you know, Maximilian Schell would have been a great guest. Gone. As Steiger would Long have been Long distance terrific. calls, both of them. You know, I just yeah. realized having Paul here versus not Pauling here to well, look I, it up. Yeah, and I can tell you, it was, it was an actor named Barry Miller. Barry oh, okay, Miller. Yeah, yeah. From Fame. Yeah. yeah. It was, in you, fact, the right you, actor. You were right. Hey, they don't give these shows to just chimps. So I think he was the only Jew in the... No, chimps would be a lot more talented. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Robert Martin, if an annual Mario Cantone 2018 holiday podcast is hopefully being planned, but of course, would we let you down? Could it possibly involve uh, Richard Kine... So all could feud over Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Yeah, this guy that wants a feud. We gotta he wants, get him. He wants a. Uh, he wants you guys to throw down. We gotta do because, it because because I'm I'm on uh, Richard Kind's side. That I love the Mr. Magoo one. Okay, we'll see if we can Skype Richard in or if Richard's in town. Yeah, hopefully he'll be here. Yeah, Axe Girl, Axe Girl, A X E. I thought you guys might appreciate this. I just spent the weekend teaching at a girls' rock and roll camp. 
Adam will appreciate I, this. I want to be a counselor. I'm sure you do. <laughs> that took place. That sounds like a bad uh, a bad 80s comedy star, co-starring Eddie Deason and Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Friday at 8 on TNT, sponsored yeah. in part by Blue Chew. Bad TNA. <laughs> I just spent the weekend teaching at a girls' rock camp that took place in the halls and rooms of the high school that Rich Little and Lorne Green went to. Holy oh, that's shit. That's got to be in Canada. Uh, it was John MacGyver's birthday this week. Oh! So we... Yes. I'm going to have a birthday party this week, <laughs> and everything must be done according to schedule. I will have no slackers involved here. Everything must be done beyond professionally. <laughs> Adam, our super fan Adam, is sitting in the booth, and he's he's just enjoying the greatest hits. He's getting all of it. He's getting like, all of it. <laughs> We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast after this. Erica D. writes, John MacGyver was terrific in a movie called Man's Favorite Sport. Oh, no way. I think that was a Gilligan's Island episode. He was constantly losing his toupee. He lived the way he spoke. A very memorable guy. Very interesting. Bill Costin wants to correct us and say Fred Astaire broke his wrist trying to learn to, ska to skateboard, ah. not his ankle. Oh, okay. Once again, and, our fans know too much. And John MacGyver was in Midnight Cowboy. Sure in, sure in hell was. You've got a strong back, Joe Buck. <laughs> You're going to need it. Adam, before you, you tuned into this podcast, did you know who John MacGyver was? I did not. Did you get half of these references? Oh, I know them now because you've you've ruined my life. I know everything <laughs> about every bizarre actor in the history of cinema. Okay, but you didn't know MacGyver. Well, I do, well. Funny old Daniel freaking out like that. That's what after his... Oh, you're doing Ratso? Yeah. Okay, I'm tracking. Funny old Daniel. I'm tracking it. Our friend Steve Hanna, Photoshop artist extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, did a... This, well, this one is... Pure. Hysterical. This one is you as... <laughs> Uh, fast forward to tweet. If you're on Twitter, go look at Steve Hanna's work. H A N N A H. Fast forward to 2038. David and Tom Johnson catch up with comedian Gilbert Gottfried to ask how political correctness led him to being blackballed from showbiz. And they also asked about his choice of eyewear. This is a Photoshop of you wearing the, those giant yeah, glasses that you talked about in the year 2038. Your, your Swifty Lazar uh, moment. You you had mentioned on the podcast. I Dean Martin and Ed McMahon, both late in life, had those where it looks like you were wearing two movie screens yep. on your face. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Swifty was sort of the... Who else wore those? Ed McMahon? Yeah, Ed Alan, McMahon Alan, and Dean Alan, Martin. Alan Carr had those big kind oh, of glasses. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and who was that guy that, that Will... Uh, Will... Uh, uh, from Saturday Night Live... Uh, Oh, Will Farrell. Will Farrell. Oh, Harry Carey. Yeah, Harry, he, he wore right. those. He wore them. I think our friend Will Jordan wore them too. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. John Finley writes. Wait a minute. There's an annual feud involving Richard Kind, Mario, and Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. What the hell have I been missing? Get on the stick, buddy. This is going back three, uh, three Christmases. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is getting a head start on rocking those glasses, Gilbert, and he's only 66, as Matthew Newman. Jeez. Jeff Goldblum starting to wear the the. Uh, I haven't seen him the with burning those, but, the burning ooh, the ant. They're on sale scary. at Costco. Uh, I think everyone's getting them. Dylan says, uh, "Frank and Kirk Hammett, I thought you might enjoy this. It's from my local Red Robin's restaurant See, in Canada." Oh, before you go, I want to know. Yeah. I just saw the <laughs> the latest Jurassic Park. Oh, you saw it? 
And I want to know. Jurassic World. Uh, yeah. I, I, I want to know how much money Jeff Goldblum made for what probably took half a day <laughs> we'll at get, the most. We'll see if we can get him in lunch. here. Ed Begley was going to help us with Jeff Goldblum. So oh, we'll, we'll see if we can get him be, in here. He'd be a lot of fun. How was the music? Podcast guest Michael Giacchino scored that film, Lost World. Oh. I mean, uh, Jurassic World. Well, see, now that you said that, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Oh, no, it sucked. Did you notice the music? (laughs) You know what held that movie down? The music. (laughs) I I was waiting for, oh, wow. Was it stirring? (laughs) I'm going to move on to some Facebook questions because our Facebook people complain that we're always on Twitter. This will go quick. Uh, This is from Anthony Birdman Pissarro, and he says... (laughs) He sent me a picture, Gilbert, of skeleton nags with a cockatoo. <laughs> and he writes, and, and I think he's had a cockatoo in his life. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! There is skeleton nags. You can confirm that's, it. That's perfect. That's and he's skeleton, holding a cockatoo or skeleton canags. Skeleton canags with a cockatoo. He says it is either a medium. What does he write? It's either a a medium sulfur crested cockatoo or a triton cockatoo. So now this guy's a fucking ornithologist. Now, now we'll, we'll <laughs> probably have our fans getting angry at yes. each other now. Yes. <laughs> Andrew Wax. On, this is all on Facebook. I whack also. Yes. Yeah. Cockatoo? Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Rod Steiger was considered for the Archie Bunker role on All in the Family, but the network did not find him sweet or likable enough. Ironically, Carol O'Connor would later play his movie part yeah, and, and in the heat, heat of, of the, the night. night, please tell me I'm correct and that I'm a genius. Can we I, confirm that? I had never heard. I know Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was, was considered to be Archie Bunker. I'd never heard of Steiger. I don't. I don't think I. Well, that would have been bizarre. But, yeah, <laughs> it's like a a very dark. Yes. Here comes Paul with an answer. Hang on. One yeah, second. Paul's got that. Turns out, uh, in the Dracula movie, <laughs> 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 I think I got it. Wait, Poor Paul. You? It, it take him 25 minutes to figure out what All in the Family was. Dirt McCoy. Frank, when I was a kid, my folks bought... Oh, this one's for Gilbert. My folks bought me the Universal Monster Dolls yeah. that were almost like Barbie dolls. Oh. Does this mean anything to you? I don't remember. Gilbert those. is staring quizzically. Uh, oh, they, wow. They had removable clothes. Are you guys familiar? I can't find any images of these online. So we'll throw this one out to our friends. Yeah. Our fans and our I, Facebook. I used to uh, jerk off to those. I did you really? Them. But yeah. you don't remember I, them. I, <laughs> no, I don't remember them. You'd have a little like... Evelyn Anchors doll. And, <laughs> un- undress it. I would jerk of off to the skeleton canags. Really? One. That's yeah. disturbing. I wouldn't admit that in public. We'll yeah. throw that out to our fans. Do you remember them, Adam? Frank? Anything? Uh, so I'm going to throw up a slider soon. What were we talking Universal about? Universal monster <laughs> dolls that were like. But I can actually confirm. I threw up on my Planet of the Apes dolls. That's that's yes. t- that's TMI. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're Jim, about Jim Yoshi. Jim Yoshi says Jesus Gilbert doing Hervé Villachez incent of a woman is a revelation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard it, I was in my car in tears. <laughs> that is your name, <laughs> Daphne. I could tell your name in Daphne because you have a southern accent. You have a sudden accent, and you're wearing Chanel number no. five that old girl named Daphne wear. Hooah! 
I am gonna fuck w- Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Dinklage can suck my dick. <laughs> I am gonna work tirelessly to get Al Pacino in here, nice. just so you can do that. <laughs> so can Peter do- Dinklage can suck my major dick. <laughs> Adam, are you glad you came? Wow. I'm have a stroke. Oh. Let's see what else we have. Okay, David Pavoni, winding down. David, oh, he's one of your... David Pavoni, no, he's one of mine. Let me guess, Skinny? He's one of mine. He's got, <laughs> yeah. a, he's got a vowel at the Fucking end. Fucking Guinea? Okay. I love the Tom... Don't insult our listeners. I love the Tom Holland episode. It, uh, and I remembered... Uh, discussing Hollywood history, I went to a little-known academic library. You'll appreciate this. Okay. The Margaret Herrick Library in L.A. is amazing. I was researching a book, and they have a reserve section. You put on white gloves, and you can research anything. I looked at an original Three Stooges script, and it had Moe's handwritten notes on it. Wow. Pretty cool. That that That's great. That's freaky. Yeah. 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 Now, Gilbert, did you put on white gloves when you admired your dolls with the clothes that come off? <laughs> yeah, I put on rubber gloves, rubber gloves. <laughs> when I did that. You don't remember these toys. You don't have any idea. Uh, that one I don't remember. Does anybody, and I've said this before on the show, does anybody remember these rubber spacemen that were from different planets? Yes. From the yeah. 1960s, late 1960s? I uh-huh. remember also. It was like a Jupiter and a, man, a little man from Mars. I think they were, I think they were color forms. I also remember in the back of comic books... They would have 101 monsters, and I think they were all really tiny and Wow, no I don't remember. Were they like pencil erasers or something? Some, I don't, I don't remember know what that. they were. Do you remember these men from space? There was a Venus character. He had plastic detachable wings. I'm younger than you. Yeah. But they came out in the late 60s, maybe early 70s. Oh, I'm not sure about that I forget that one. them. Do you, hmm. Not not ringing a bell. We'll I'll throw, throw cricket sound effects. We'll throw that one up. Throw put put Arnie Cogan laughing in there. I, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure when like tonight they'll be like on in the internet a million photos. Yeah. Except that. that except that we won't put this one up for a couple of weeks yet. So. No. Well, that's what I'm meaning tonight when we're do, when people are listening oh! tonight. You see, don't you understand? What if they're listening in the morning? Mew. <laughs> you got a gym. Was that a was that a Shemp take or a what that was that? Costello. Is that Costello or Shemp? Oh, that's great. <laughs> Our pal Kevin, we're almost done. Right, what? You say you saw the candle? Yeah, I saw the candle. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Come on! We you gotta on. get these crates to McDougal's house of ours. Put your hands down. <laughs> That's your favorite. That's that put my your hands favorite down. line in that picture. Put your hands He's down. He's going, okay, okay, put your hands down. I said <laughs> See, and it's you gotta you gotta have the okay, okay. I get it. And I don't know. See, that's one of those things why I love Bud Abbott. Uh-huh. It's like what is funny about, okay, okay, put your hands down. Nothing. But when you hear it, it's fucking hysterical. Well, he was great at filling the gaps. Yes. With nothing. Yeah. With just kind of double talk. Well, I, I mean, and the end of, untie the boat. <laughs> That's hysterical. When Vincent Price shows up. Yes. Mm-hmm. I saw. Oh, I was hoping to get in on the fun. I'm the invisible man. Lively. Nicely done. <laughs> 
Uh, I've lost the power of speech. Our good pal Kevin <laughs> oh, Doherty. Oh, put up a picture of me on Twitter. It was me, Vincent Price. Oh, yes, for Halloween. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah. Vincent Price, and uh, Mr. Kinnison. Yeah. That, that was, was a three cool. months ago. That yeah. was great. Yeah, Gilbert came in here saying, I've got this thing on a slide. <laughs> I've got a picture on a slide. How, how do I get it on Twitter? Uh, I saw Jack Guilford's. This is from Kevin Doherty, our pal. I saw Jack Guilford's. I sent Jack Guilford's son a clip of Peter Bonner's talking about his dad on GGACP, and he was quite pleased. You guys are doing the Lord's work. Oh. Isn't that nice? Yes. How about that? You know what's kind of funny is as Tell we, me. as we were recording Leonard Malton, for those in the future that are hearing this, this is the same night we recorded that. Mm-hmm. He's posting pictures of the shoot he just did with Leonard Malton yesterday in California for Vermeer of the Borscht Belt. Who is? Oh, Kevin. Kevin that's yeah. right. He's, oh, they, he they interviewed, were just at his house he, shooting yes, yesterday. Yes, that is interesting timing. Yes, the Drew Friedman documentary. Charles Santino, I will close with this, and he's also one of mine. Ah, Damn. This is funny, Frank. The first time I heard the podcast, and I had no idea who you were, and Gilbert was mispronouncing your name, I just assumed you were new to him. (laughs) But after listening to many subsequent episodes, I found out that the two of you go way back, which is confusing. But then, of course, I've heard since many examples of Gilbert tripping over his own tongue. Which is what the dog was doing with Jacqueline Bissett. Adam, Adam pointed out today that he feels that our announcer, Whitney Mallon, mm-hmm. is mispronouncing oh. your name in the end credits of the main episodes. Do you feel that way? How does she say it? I, oh, you haven't I actually, I usually don't get that far. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no one does. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I turn the show off. I, you know what? I think she just says it in, it's kind of like. Oh, she fast. says Santo Padre. No. Santo yeah, that's Padre. what. Huh? No, I think she, she says it okay. She chokes the Santo Padre. She chokes the, no, we'll have uh, to have her in here and, and have a redo it. Talking to that's yes. when Beta Lugosi was the yeah, announcer <laughs> when he was playing Armand Tesla. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> do you have anything to add? No. To this raucous, crazy. I I never do. Does the Irvi Villachez impression hurt your voice or your throat? Is no, it, is see, it, is I should have been in that movie. You should have been. Yeah. I don't think Dinklage looked anything like nothing, no. nothing, yeah. zero. But, you know, but there's no way you could. Make who's going to play like. it? It you'd have to computerize. Yeah. And, and to give it to Keanu Reeves. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have to use a toddler. <laughs> wow. Andy Circus probably could have done Andy it. Andy Circus could do anything. Yeah. yeah. What do you say, Gil? And and they cut out the line in the movie because Peter Dinklage didn't want to say it. Where Irvay Village goes. Fuck Peter Dinklage <laughs> and fuck Tony Cox too. Tony Cox and fuck Frank Facaro and fuck Michael Dunn. Oh, I see. So her- and fuck <laughs> Billy Barty and fuck Max L and Felix Silla <laughs> and Johnny Eck. Yes. Hey, you know, I reached out to Gino and asked him what he thought of me flying in all those sound effects we keep using. You know what he said? Frank's the best. (laughs) That's all he had to say about it. Fantastic. (laughs) Say goodnight, Gilbert. Ah, good. good Fuck. (laughs) That was like a John MacGyver meets. (laughs) 
Fuck every one of the munchkins. Wait, I want to hear Midget MacGyver. I, bitter, bitter Harvey Villachez is an, is very ugly. It's yes. an ugly character. We, we got to hear Midget, Midget MacGyver. Yeah. Oh God, that would be a tough one. I want everything according to order. We will have no slackers around wow. here. <laughs> wow. oh, we'll see you next week. Maybe. Listen up, man. Cause he needs